listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Oh my God. I am never going to financially recover from this. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to episode 19 of the One Take Podcast, special Tiger King edition. We have brought back, much to the chagrin of our listening uh, our listeners that matt carol baskins oh. <laughs> i would say we brought back matt but uh yeah. how's everybody how's everybody doing i am ill prepared to face um my uh strong familial ties to oklahoma how about that <laughs> how about that we're doing okay that? otherwise. Yeah, that could be that could be something that is uh, really addressed here. Is just, um, folks, there's some meth in this episode for sure. Not us, but the people oh, that I, we I were covering. Yes, that's a, yeah, this episode definitely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, for sure, Matt, what are your familiar tie familiar familial ties to Oklahoma? Uh, basically, the great state mine, of Oklahoma my uh my mother's entire side of the family basically so some people would say i'm half oaky um and you know it's something that we've been able to grow from uh we hide it pretty well um but no it's definitely there and uh i i think that this show um this show definitely was meant for a different part of the american population that wasn't familiar with oklahoma uh, but i definitely still got a lot out of it so many people could not believe that these type of people existed. And I was just like being raised in the backwoods of East Texas was like, you serious? Like, yeah, man, like, this is, this is every, this, yeah, this is it, man. Hey, this is, this is every grocery store. There's like every like circle K or piggy loop or like whatever this go in there. You see these characters every seven 11. There are these characters, but now they're just handling giant tigers. I don't know, Dex. You what rewatched it, right? Yeah, I've watched it twice now. It's uh, mm. oof, oof, so much, so much is happening. And Jake, how long did it take you and Mallory to go through this? Uh, I think we watched it in like a week. Probably, like, we were kind of going, like, because there's, what, five episodes? Seven. So maybe, like, other seven. Uh, yeah, I want to say, like, three or four days, probably. Yeah, that's this, about... Like, Go ahead. Well, this, like, this came out, like, right as quarantine started, so that's when I was actually keeping track of days. So three or four sounds about right. That is one thing that needs to be discussed. I'll we'll, Let's discuss it right now. This show is bananas popular. <laughs> Thanks in no small part uh, to us just being in our homes. <laughs> Netflix yep. has to be like, are you shitting me? Like, this is the <laughs> one, this is the one. The power of having nothing else better to do uh, is unrivaled. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Dex, you blew through this, and you were like immediately like, y'all got to watch Tiger King. Yeah, man, because like when if that first day it came out, people on Twitter were watching, and it was like everyone in the documentary is fucking insane. And I was like, I mean, like Matt said, got nothing better to do. Might as well watch it. So that first episode starts, and you're just like, what? I have to know more. And then it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. So I watched it in both times that I watched it. I watched it in two sittings. So. Yeah, it took me a little bit longer just because I was like, oh, I know so many of these people, like just from everyday life. And it just like it bummed me out, man. It just was like I was it. it there's a few times where I was like, you know what? Nah, pause. I got to I got to step away from this for <laughs> like two seconds, it, including like the meat truck. We'll get into it. But like I was just like, oh, all right, we got to. Do you do you know somebody with meth mouth? Dude, you ever uh, you ever been to Cut and Shoot, Texas? <laughs> uh, I've driven past it. Never, never stopped in it. You ever been to the Scenic Loop? I don't know what you're talking about. Good boy. Lord. You ever been to Lake Livingston? Let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> shout out my hometown. Um, but yes, actually, that's a long answer. Yes. All right. Like not to. Not to just completely destroy where I'm from. I love where I'm from, but boy, howdy. Uh, yeah, people love them yeah, some yeah. meth. <laughs> <laughs> very, <laughs> very popular uh, with its with its followers. Yes, meth. Very uh, good product strategy. I will say that. Um, yeah, no, you, it, 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 almost immediately is what, I would, is what I've heard. Almost. Um, almost yeah, like this so, show. I, I also finished it in two settings. Um, it was uh, definitely something that I had to turn off uh, all of my human feelings for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was, I was able to do that, got through it in two days. Um, and I, I knew that I was going to be completing it uh, after the reaction to the incident at the beginning of the second episode. And, and I guess this is like a spoiler full yeah Uh, all spoilers if you haven't seen tiger king at this point you're not doing anything so i don't know why you haven't you everyone has netflix or has a as a ex-girlfriend that has netflix Mm. watch tiger king it'll take it'll probably take you like two minutes because literally you're not doing anything everything from here on out is spoilers and i'm gonna kind of take a back seat because from like hosting i guess because dex you took notes, so I, I kind of would like for you to lead us. But Matt, go ahead with what you were saying with that. No, I, I knew that I was inv- You know, everybody had started talking about it. Most of the people had finished it by the ch- by the the uh, period of time that I started it. But when um, uh, when you see Joe Exotic walk into the gift shop in the second episode to alert the other customers that somebody had gotten her arm tore off. Um, that was that was when I knew I was in. I was emotionally invested at that point, um, and uh, the the rest was written. Not I only was... not only did he walk in and tell everybody, well, you might as well hear it from me first. Woman, <laughs> woman got her arm ripped off. I'm never gonna financially recover from this, which is the meme. But like, he also put on like a like a EMS bomber jacket. Yes, to go be the best. <laughs> that's that's where. I like that's where I was sold on the show is because 
we she loses her arm. We get the graphic details of like it was cut up by the chain link fence. He had enough time to go do a costume change to an EMS. Where does he even get the EMS jacket? Uh, probably exchanged <laughs> it for a tiger. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> just gave it to Ambulance driver, like here's a baby tiger. Can I have your jacket? Right. All right, Dex, you have some notes, right? Like you you went through this with like almost like with a fine tooth comb, like. Talk about, uh, can we start from the beginning of like sort of your notes and we can just riff off of that? Because there's so much to cover. Like I said, it's a seven episode series, all about an hour long. Um, and it just, it has so many storylines, but let's, uh, let's go through your notes and I'm sure that will take a, take a little bit of time. Yeah. 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 So we started out episode one, we just kind of get introduced to all the players and everything like that. We have the random guy who's like doing a TV interview and he says, I've been doing this 20 years and never even been bit. And then he gets immediately tackled. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh yeah. Turn this shit up. This is, we doing this for sure. Uh, we, we get like all the, in, like the background info about Joe exotic and like him being raised in, you know, Oklahoma, his dad hating him because he's gay, which was really fucked up. <laughs> let's, mm. let's pause there for a second. Okay. His dad made him shake his hand and say he wouldn't go to his funeral because he's gay. I don't what? remember that. Maybe I just remember the back half of this story. Like, but that was like, how soon into that? In the end of this, was that? That was like the first thirty minutes or so. Like when we're getting. Oh yeah, though. definitely do not remember that. Yeah, it's like Joe's talking about how he always knew he was gay, and then his dad, I guess, was like. Yeah, fuck you, dude. You're gay. Get out of my face. Oh, um, I'm not gonna. You know what? There's a lot to dive into with the psyche of what is Joe Exotic, um, and it definitely all lends back to like childhood trauma, right? Has to. Like, yeah, his brother died at a young age. He tried to kill himself at a young age. That's how he got into the Tigers. Like, yeah, it's it's all trauma. Yeah, I mean, it, at least part of that, it, like, lends himself to, like, a method, like, the start of a meth addiction. And then, like, all of that trauma mixed with, like, hardcore drugs. We, we end up with Joe Exotic. Why? And this is maybe a bigger question for just society as a whole. And, Matt, hopefully you can answer this. Uh <laughs> Why is everyone that is like this, like from like the panhandle of Florida or Oklahoma or like anything? Why? Like, why is it always there? Time. I, I, I think if I'm going to be serious for a second, I think it's time because there is nothing to do uh, unless you are in downtown Tulsa or downtown Oklahoma City. If you are anywhere around that, ain't, ain't nothing to do. Right. Um, right. And that's, that's, I think, why my grandfather, who was raised in Henrietta, Oklahoma, had so many stories that are, um, you would you would think they were fake uh, mm -hmm. if, if they didn't follow the same pattern of um, X number of people had too much time and explosives and something <laughs> happened. I, I'm not joking, right? I, I, literally, they would put explosives under rocks to see the rocks go up high. Oh, and it man. ended about as, as well as you thought it would. And that's just one example. And I think too much time paired with trauma, paired with um, things that did get 
uh, Joe Exotic um, attention ends up with a pink shirt wedding. I mean, I, I don't know how to, it, it seems very one plus one to me as somebody who's experienced that, but uh, yeah, it's just a lot of time and, and uh, you know, white people are crazy. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy Bob bought 18 M80s. We stuck them up. Precisely. This, uh, we stuck them up this dead skunk's ass. And you would not believe mm-hmm. Jimmy Bob lost three fingers. We're like, oh, right your nose. <laughs> this has been amazing to look in on, by the way. Just like the whole white people be wild aspect of it is just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't let white people get bored. That's probably the That's main. Such a good rule. Yeah, it's it like really a good is. title for a book. Hold on, I'm. <laughs> That's fine. You can you can tweet that. That can be our that can be our tweet from uh, the Matt is Barry account. Um, Dash, continue with uh, with what we noticed from the first episode. So yeah, that's about it on Joe. Other than noticing that he's just batshit insane, uh, we get introduced to Carol Baskin. That bitch, Carol Baskin. That uh, bitch, Carol Baskin. Animal conservationist rescuer something something like that sure uh, <laughs> she's uh she says a lot of really weird shit in this episode such as hey all you cool cats and kittens that but like even weirder shit she says uh i've never been a person who had friends my friends were two imaginary white cats what <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's, I guess that stuff sticks out to other people more than it did to me because I just blew right by it. Didn't even remember it mm-hmm. until now. Made complete sense to me. But yeah, no, she also looks like every other white woman that has broadcast herself on Facebook Live uh, for a large group of people. I mean, yeah, it just – Carol the E woman, on the end of her name bugs me too. Carolly? Yeah, Carolly. Uh, uh, um this woman, somebody thought it was a good idea to give this woman millions of followers on Facebook and Instagram. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of lonely white people out there, too. That's what it's, I'm trying to say, man. It's like she's not even, she's not even good. Like, she like, she's not even, like, Matt's tweets are better than, than what she does. Like, she just, like, holds Ooh. the front-facing camera. It's true. She just, like, holds the front-facing camera with, like, under her chin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And just talks about the animals that are in her zoo. And all these these lonely white people are like, yes. (laughs) Okay, but to be fair, if we got Matt a tiger, like, to accompany all of his tweets and videos. uh, Important note, $2,000. It's over. Get you your own cat. What did you guys think a tiger cost before this? You could have told me it was fifteen grand, yeah, even easily. more. Yeah, I would have thought ten. I would have thought ten. Yeah, somewhere between five. And I would have said at least five. five. Five digits, depending on the quality of tiger. I, yeah, I, I think so. Well, how about this? I shouldn't be able to like go to a pawn shop and then be able to buy a tiger. You know what I mean? I shouldn't be able to pawn my TV. And then they'd be like, all right, now I have enough money for a tiger. And they're just like, yeah, you can have one if you want. That's just like. I can I can buy a tiger for cheaper than I can get a new MacBook. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Fully loaded 15-inch tiger versus. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> hey, but the, the, the tiger doesn't come with retina display. Well, no. 
Although they can see in the dark, so. Oh shit. That's true. And hey, you know that run a check is twelve hundred, and you well, know if you're on if unemployment, we, we that's two weeks of unemployment. And boom, we got you're, you're in there. What we're what are we gonna call our what are we gonna call our roadside zoo in uh in Hillsborough? Hmm. <laughs> Hillsborough is a perfect place to have a tiger zoo. Hell yeah, in the in the hollowed out shell of that of that strip mall that's now defunct. We can have it in the Nike store. What are we gonna call it? Oh. Well, the GW is the brother's name, right? Well, it was. Yeah, it's completely like changed now. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll we gotta, come back to that. We'll come back yeah. to that. Think, be thinking about that. All right, Dex, uh, continue with the first episode. Sorry. Yeah, just more weird shit that Carol says. Like, I don't watch the news or television. How many cat stories are involved. coming out for you like, to how, like be like what? aware of what it is? <laughs> <laughs> is it just? And how you? do you find them is on television? <laughs> do you just have She's a just setting? Watching her of... own news clips. <laughs> It's weird how they frame her be initially because it's like her and Doc Antle initially. And we can get in we're gonna get into Doc Antle. But uh Oh shall we? Yeah. Well it's, oh, yeah, that's it's weird too, how they frame because that's, they show yeah, you Joe buddy. Exotic and you immediately are like, Oh, okay. Like this is what we're doing. But then the, comparatively, you're like, Oh, I guess she's a little strange, but she's no like she doesn't like wear tiger print. And have two husbands with like meth mouth and everything. Like, it's it, so comparatively, she's quote unquote normal. But then she's like, well, if you go into my closet, all I have is like tiger prints and like, uh, and and everything else. You're like, oh, okay, you're crazy too. Yeah, these are my dressy ones. I wear to Congress <laughs> when I'm talking to Santa. Everybody notices the person that wears the t- the, the animal print. Uh, and then oh, Doc Antle shows up with an actual tiger move. in Congress. Yeah, that's come that comes later down in like episode six, how they talk about like how they try to get these big cat rescue bills or whatever passed. And the, the reason that the senators won't vote on them is because the Doc Antle and whoever will like bring in tigers and the senators are like, I kind of like tigers coming to the Congress, so we're going to vote no. Like you, this whole entire <laughs> show is predicated on the idea that like you, the, the animal rights side of you really wants to feel bad. Like you want to feel like, or not you want to feel like you do feel like this is shitty for these tigers to be locked up and whatever. But part of you is like, it would be fucking dope if I just sat down and a tiger like came and played with me. Absolutely. And that's why I had to turn all of my human feelings off. And I realized I had to do that pretty early on in the first episode. So once that happened, I was like, ah, look at the baby tigers. Ah, and I was able to forget a whole lot of, a lot of other stuff. I mean, if you can get my wife to even uh, sit down and watch for a couple of minutes because there's baby tigers, that just defines the, uh, the power of a baby tiger. I mean, you know, look at the segments they did on how powerful it is for social media and stuff. You know, you get, uh, you get Joe Exotic sitting with uh, ladies who do not look like Joe Exotic, and um, <laughs> with with a whole bunch of tigers, and it, you know, I, hey, I I understood that part more than a lot of the other other pieces. It is so it is so strange the obsession, and maybe it's because we just don't. I mean, 
they're just like i mean they're not like dogs or anything like they're just like not walking down the street or whatever you're not just gonna see a tiger so you're just like oh shit all your life you've been told that tigers are this delicate endangered sort of uh, you know species and they're these they're these killing machines and everything else and then all of a sudden it's just like hey i got one in a suitcase y'all want to come see it and you'd be like fuck yeah like what are you talking about <laughs> Why are you asking me? The answer is yes. Let's go ahead and bring it out, man. Yeah, so it's just like it's like your lizard brain. It's just like I want to see the tiger. <laughs> yeah, and like they talk about Joe doing like the magic show at malls and shit, and I'm like, that would be fucking also, awesome. What a My, great would be so much better if we had tiger show magic. Tigers at a mall. Uh, sounds like Katie Mills if I've ever heard with magic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine how many more customers we would have at Katie Mills if they were like, <laughs> hey, Saturday, we're having a fucking tiger show out here? Hey, uh, 7 a.m. at the Air Apostle in Deerbrook Mall. Uh, you got you to buy some acid wash jeans if you want to see the tiger. The Exactly. It It is so crazy to me how obsessed, though, and this is sort of an over overarching theme of the show. How many people just love, like, there's this whole cultish behavior behind people who just love big cats. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it goes back to, I, I can't claim this for myself, but um, Your Kickstarter Sucks is a podcast that I listen to a lot. And... Uh, they, they talk every once in a while about how they're just different types of guys, right? There's like, um, there's like golf guy who his whole, his whole life revolves around golf. And then there's like, um, uh, there's like, uh, really loves to talk about how his wife is Asian guy. And that's just, that's his thing. <laughs> and then there's big, there's big cat guys. And when Doc Annell said that, or no, it wasn't Doc Annell. It was the, the short one that with the bowl cut. Um, the real heavy set dude who shows up later on in the series. I forget his name. Oh, but he's like, James yeah, man, these these big cat people are crazy. And I'm like, oh, cool. So this is a type of guy. Big cat guy is a type of guy. And mm -hmm. so I was pretty easily able to like rein in. We're dealing with the person that the entire life and thought process revolves around acquiring more and more big cats. But there's also so many more than I would have ever thought. Yeah. Yeah, man. The uh, internet brings them out of the uh, out of the dark. Um, uh, I also I I think part of it is where the you can't just like go to the store and get a tiger. Like it is what it's a weird luxury that you can't just have, which apparently you can. If you have two grand, you can't just have one, and we all know now. But up until like a month ago. Owning a tiger was like a weird luxury that either we didn't think you can do because it it feels illegal to own a tiger, like unless oh. you're in an actual zoo. Like, oh yeah. Like compared to other luxury items that you can have, like if you have enough money, you can just go down to the street to like your luxury car dealer and like own a Ferrari if you want to, mm -hmm. like if you have that sort of money. But like having a big cat, like having an exotic animal, you have to know a guy or something like it just it feels like that one thing that you can't have so once you have it it's like i have to have all of them it's also mad irresponsible like who the hell do you think you are siegfried and roy like what the fuck like <laughs> this isn't like you think you can 
you can just raise a tiger. What do you like? When it's like a year old, you're like, oh shit, we can't keep this thing in our backyard anymore. Like, what do we like? What do you do? Uh, it ate our beagle. Ah, shit. <laughs> God damn. I'm, I'm just saying, I had to spend a lot of time today planning on how to get my eight-year-old dog, who's really well behaved, into the car. So that was like <laughs> that was like thirty minutes of my day. So I can't even imagine having an animal that is more than that. They're huge, man. They're so big. Um, Dex, what are the rest of the notes for episode one? Doc feeding his tigers for ten grand a year, while Joe feeds them for three grand a year. Fucking wild to me. Is that in the first episode with the Walmart truck thing? Yep, the Walmart truck, the expired oh. meat truck. Oh. Yeah. That made me want to puke. That and the no teeth. The no teeth really was like, that's one of those things where it's just like, mm, I, especially, especially when it's just, you can definitely tell it's like meth mouth where you're just like, oh, buddy. Uh, the, the Walmart meat truck thing, man. And all the, all the workers are like, yeah, they don't pay us enough to go get actual groceries. So we kind of just skim off the meat truck. Like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, and then you find out later that like he was selling pizza made out of the meat from the meat truck. Oh, that was so dope. I'm not gonna lie. I, I giggled. So I was like, ah, let's get this. GW Zoo has the best pizza I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, man, just just wild, wild shit. And then uh, you know, obviously, it just kind of shows that they're all crazy. Talks about Zanesville, where some guy was just like, "Fuck it, let all the tigers loose in the streets." Um, I remember that happened. Do y'all remember that hat like that news story when that happened? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I randomly remember that for just I, he just was like, think I, I, don't get me wrong. I think the guy committed suicide and then just let his tigers go and shit out in the road. I, or something I, like. know. I don't know. You, you, you did homework. I didn't. <laughs> no, well, just remember that. Well, is and and then they they got into a lot of trouble, or the, at least the police did, because they're like, what, like bunch of like small town cops are like what the fuck we do with all these tigers and they killed them and it's just like yeah yeah and it's just like everybody was so like apparently all the big cat community was so mad about it but it's just like uh yeah we can't have like a tiger roaming into our target so it's a bunch of fucking tigers out here dog it's a war yeah the response is okay you go get them you go get them first right you go do it, man. I bet the I, I bet you they don't. Hell, even I mean, Joe Exotic packs that thing on him, man. Like he's just like, he's not about to get caught. He did. Real, but. real, real liberal use of firearms. I will say, over the course of however many months, lots of, yeah. um, lots of just using firearms as uh, punctuation for sentences, which it was <laughs> yeah. weird. I thought. Um, you know, I'm I'm a gun owner. I you know I, I I think it's fine or whatever to own a gun, to especially carry a gun if you're working with tigers like that. Whatever, I, I get that part of it. But just like uh, shooting them indoors and stuff is just not really like the thing mm. that I was. Yeah, I don't know. That bothered me quite a bit. But anyway, there are um, so many people with busted eardrums. Oh, they're just blowing up thousands of pounds of tannerite which is highly explosive and All everything and you, know you can just buy tannerite at like academy no yeah for those, I, I, for those I've of you who didn't know 
Okay, just making sure other people didn't just knew that. You could just go buy that. It's not special. Yeah, I know that. Uh, this is all new to me. This is a oh, this yeah. is a very wild world for me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, they use it to like they use it for like pest control and stuff sometimes, or like to blow up, just to blow up anything that you don't want to use dynamite and stuff for. But if you get enough of it, uh, as as shown in this show, you can do some damage. Like <laughs> it, it's bananas that you can just go. Yeah, you can just go buy that stuff anyway. America. Fuck yeah. Coming again to save the mother day. Yeah. But yeah, that's episode one. Episode two is where shit gets like yeah. really, really, really bonkers. Episode two is called Cult of Personality. Mm. So we get into all the conditions of each of the different zoos, I guess. So obviously, Joe ain't paying for shit. They're living with mice and cockroaches everywhere. Ugh. It's wild times are eating off the meat truck. What's he paying them? He's paying them like five dollars an hour. It was like a hundred dollars a week, something like that. Oh, yeah, it was not. Uh, no, one fifty a week. Yeah, because Antle's girls got like slept in the barn, and they were getting <laughs> like a hundred or something a month. Yeah, Doc pays a hundred a week. Joe pays one fifty a week. Carol does not pay for animal care. That's what was banana about this episode to me was yes, we'll get into the whole Doc Antle thing. Uh but also what what Joe's business plan doesn't seem that it's nuts how little they pay them and that they just continue to stay around because you can go get a I guess a better job, but again, you're not dealing with tigers. But it he goes and gets like people transients or or felons or whoever that are just out of jail and he's just like you want to come work with tigers and they're like fuck yeah and they're just like so they go and he gets them and so he can pay them less because it's like almost like where are you in his mind like where are you gonna go but so that's who he gets the people that come to carol baskin are just like oh i've been here for five years i haven't ever gotten a paycheck i've worked through I've worked through Christmas and Easter and summers and everything. Like what? Oh, the whole shirt system is terrifying. I was just about to say it is the same system as like a multi-level marketing scheme, but you don't even get paid. Well, eventually you can like work your way up to a blue vest or you can work your way up to a red shirt. (laughs) We're like, what the fuck? And all those people are like, yeah, I love it. Like, what are you getting out of this? When she was like, it takes a few years of them being here for me to even like know their names or like really remember who they are. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, years of working for you for free before you even know their name? Yeah, it wasn't like one year from like red to yellow. And then it, it's a massive jump. It's like five years from yellow to blue or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was like five to six levels before you're like the highest level or something like that yeah. the audacity of that woman to another woman's face to be like wait what's your name again like whoa like, <laughs> like lady i've been working here over my fucking like christmas break like wh- yeah what do you mean what is my name like i don't know i was just like I-, I was stunned by that the fact that carol's husband looks like ben stein makes her slightly more trustworthy <laughs> Uh, the, that picture. Third husband. <laughs> Third husband. Phone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's been, holy shit. 
third husbands. Oh. Um, the that's all episode three, right? Two. Yeah, getting into uh, the other husband is episode oh, okay. three. Okay, well, let's talk about um, let's talk about Doc Antle real quick. What did you write down about him? Hero, uh, role Here. model, <laughs> problematic fave. Yes, problematic fave is probably the most accurate. Yeah, I think cannot rename people to save their lives. Yeah, I if you're gonna give um, your female counterparts nicknames, um, you know what? My wife might listen to this, so I'm gonna abstain. <laughs> what is Hi, it? Athlete. What are, just what do is better. It? I think what is it, Matt? I, I, I will censor most of it and, and abstain. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm... You plead the fifth? I'm, yeah, plead the fifth, but just do better, I think is my, my, my point. What a, like, what is it? Is it like something crazy? Like he's naming them like Eastern European or Italian names or something like that? Or it's like... Well... Like, or his name was like Courtney and it's just like Fat Lana. You're like, what? what? <laughs> well, I used to be Amber. Now I'm Nostalgia. Nostalgia. His whole name is truly bonkers. What is it? Uh, it's is like he really Bhagavan. Yeah, Bhagavan. It's, it's some... they just yeah, it's, it's Bhagavan, Bhagavan Doc Antle, something like that, right? But yeah. they just had this thing on Netflix about a sex cult in Oregon, and the dude from India renamed himself Bhagavan. This is a type of dude. Like, this isn't, like, just this dude. It is a type of dude. And I think they're cool and good, is what I'm trying to say. What gave it away to this guy? What gave it away with this guy was a creep? Was it the soul patch? It was a soul patch, right? No, it was... It's a good lead It was the room that was solely dedicated to just pillows, like that, like, low-to-the-ground couch thing. (laughs) That's what gave it away. The modular couch room. Yes. That, yeah. That was. Yeah. That was. That was a good. That was a good clue as well. I should have picked up on that. I should have picked up on modular couch room. Yeah, you're right. Halfway through this, I was starting to think. You know, I don't think this guy's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They were talking to uh, Scarface's wife and asked what his doctorate oh. is in. Scarface is like the most normal person in this documentary. Oh, by the way. yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just blow through that. That was like a five minute portion. They're like, you're not going to get in. And then they just, they're like, Doc Antle sent us. And they're like, hey, you want to come in and see my tigers? And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's fucking Tony Montana. He's got tigers and shit. And his wife is like <laughs> feeding monkeys out of bottles in her lap. Like, <laughs> has them in onesies and shit (laughs) that whole like garden sheds just full of children clothes yeah that was weird to think that this guy that like it when you're talking to him seems so like normal i guess i guess anybody would but it's just like he's just like sitting there and he's like yeah i used to be the biggest drug dealer in miami you're like what (laughs) And, and then they're like we uh we cut up a body and burned him and you're just like uh he's like I didn't kill him but I cut him up and like what do you want me to say like don't admit to that like what and he is the most normal level headed person this entire thing including his wife who also sounds kind of insane she was like 
so you like the you love the monkeys more or your kids more and she was like mm, probably the monkeys yo <laughs> what are you doing so crazy that he just he just admitted to a murder on camera and he's like what are they gonna do they're just like <laughs> i paid my debt uh, to society i should have my tigers now <laughs> yep so banana he would like answer the phone there's a clip of him and he just answer the phone and just would be like uh i forget what his name is what's his name mario Tabro Tabri. yeah he's oh, just mario. like yeah it's like super mario uh i got all the drugs even for you fda fbi like like not fda Fugan drug administration, but like FBI, like CIA, I know you're listening, and then like would hang up. Bro, you're a bad drug dealer. He's like, got caught. Oh, no shit. The game's changed since the 80s. Uh, All right, let's talk about Doc Antle. I got it. We got to talk about this. Dex, he has a sex cult, basically. And I know we touched on it just briefly. Which, you know, I mean, I can respect that. The only the only issue for me was like how young these girls were coming to him. I was like, that's it's borderline. It's borderline. Because they were coming like 17, 18. There were girls that were there for like internships at like 16 or yeah, 16 Mm. or 17. And we're just and I just stayed. You're like, oh yeah, totally above the book stuff going on there right yeah i've been here for like 20 years um i will say uh just kind of a a psa for all of my married men out there uh listening to this pod today um there is a uh good chance that uh your wife will uh and hey you know what maybe i'm wrong but there's a good chance your wife will not appreciate you calling her uh your apprentice for about a week solid. Uh, she <laughs> probably won't like that. So just a PSA. Is this um, like a personal no experience? Yeah, no, no real reason okay. I'm bringing that up. I don't know that we need to get into that, but you know, <laughs> there's just uh, maybe maybe you think about that twice or check with her first before you just commit to a bit. For two what about days. what about intern? Hmm? Uh, yeah. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried that. Okay. We're going to try that one later? Uh, probably, absolutely. Paid uh, or unpaid intern? What if she lives in the horse stable, though? <laughs> that was wild, too, where they're just like, yeah, they sleep out there. And you're just like, uh, and you're still like, yeah, Doc they, Ansel's the best. They sleep out there. But if you get high enough in the ranks, you get like in a two story house. Yeah. Apparently to yourself, by the way, it's yeah. like you got all these women sleeping in horse stables and like you're going to be in this like four bedroom house alone. Just waiting for Doc Antle to come by one night. Like, it's your turn. Uh, And the poor woman that they talked to, you can obviously tell, like, she was traumatized. Like, good for her for getting out. Like, she saw the light, I guess. But, like, she was still, like, yeah, I miss all the people that were there. And I miss, like, the camaraderie and everything. You're just like, oh, man. Like, that's the part where you start to be like, oh. Oh, yeah. No. Yikes. Still doesn't respect herself for moving to Ames, Iowa, but uh, that's beside. <laughs> um, and also, still loves Doc Antle, apparently. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, 
she did not say one bad thing. Like, she told it how it was. Like, this is what happened. I got a boo job. I lived in a horse stable. There was definitely a sex cult going on. But he's a nice guy. He treated me well. Oh, ew. <laughs> Didn't he? Well, that's the thing. He also mandates that, like, all these poor women get medically altered. And, like, like, and, like if you want to do that and you want to change your butt, go for it. Like, I didn't do your thing but like for him to be like all of the you you have to do this if you want to stay here don't let a guy in south carolina tell you what to do with your body (laughs) big big fat especially soul patch mcgee with the wears like a wears like a cowboy hat everywhere he goes like a safari hat everywhere he goes they i see that soul patch i'm just like i'm not listening to what you have to say i don't I, i i'm good one of the funniest lines in the entire documentary was, it's like a shakti paw, but with penis. <laughs> I forgot about that. She <laughs> was so funny. Oh my god, I'm glad you reminded me of that. that was well, it, it is funny how many is like how many wives did Doc Ansel have? And people were like, he has like... Joe Exotic's yes. like he has like five wives, and then they ask the they ask the 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 hand of like the 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 rancher or whatever with the long hair. Forget his name, but they go, "How many girlfriends does Doc Antle have?" I could give a fuck, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> "That's so great." They cut they they hard cut from that clip where he's like, "How many girlfriends do you have?" I could really give a fuck. Cut to of of the people on that entire show he was the most um the most i i, I was the Level-headed. most sympathetic with him i was the most sympathetic with him as a, as a person yeah him him cast the girl that got her arm cut off even though she came back to work after like five days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um was that in this episode or the the yeah that episode? was this episode as well saf getting her yeah, arm ripped so they get, you know, she gets her arm ripped off or whatever, and she comes back. They're just like, "Hey, it's gonna be two years of reconstructive surgery or whatever," and she just is like, "Or you can amputate your arm," and she's just like, "Cut it off," <laughs> and she was back at work five days later, getting paid five dollars an hour. Ooh, and she's the most level-headed one that we're just like, "Yeah, everything this girl's saying is making sense." <laughs> She still has all of her teeth. Yeah, it's like her, and then the guy—I think his name's like Rye. I can't remember. Uh, the guy with the Blonde sunglasses. And, yeah, and yeah. the long hair. He was the most one of the most level-headed, and he had a cigarette pouring gas into other gas cans. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. And you guys noticed a lot more stuff than I did. And the guy, <laughs> and the guy that got his legs ripped off in a bungee jumping accident zipline zipline accident yeah where do these people come from also a very oklahoma sentence yeah like we're like that guy is the most normal guy in here with his insane clown posse prosthetic legs (laughs) his crazy murder clown legs yes (laughs) yeah that was really good that's what we're dealing with the most normal people in here are the actual scarface a trans man who got her arm ripped off, and a guy who lost his legs in a zipline accident. Like that's, those are our leaders here. 
<laughs> yeah, that's our moral compass for this show, where we're just like, lead the way. We'll follow what y'all have to say. Because I know the main characters are so <laughs> banana land that you're just like, I I gotta follow I gotta follow the guy that also has Joe Exotic's name written on a bullet so they can commit suicide oh, together. The suicide pact. Yeah, that's <laughs> those are the things that those are the things that get lost. Is yeah. uh the personalized suicide pact. You know how we all have one. Mm-hmm. I know this is the last episode episode seven, but insane clown posse legs, his like the end of his story is he just up and leaves his wife after 30 years just because yeah yeah he's just like i'm racing cars now you're like oh shit like all right yeah the henrietta dream yeah yeah they give an update about that and like the after show episode that they just put out today and apparently, he's not officially divorced yet because of COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but he does have a new girlfriend, and that's going great. Apparently, so good for him. Good for him. Well, good, good for him, and also good for Joe's husband uh, that also has new teeth. So that's yeah, he got new teeth, and they they look pretty good. That's good. But even though yeah, he so... got the worst cover up job for property of Joe. Oh, the bull that looks like <laughs> yeah. It... It's may or may not look like a female up. reproductive system. It's not even covering up the letters, really. <laughs> like, I think Joe is still visible. Oh, oh. I noticed that. I wanted to mention that over there. It was like, he got away from Joe, got married, had a baby. And it's just like, trying to get it covered up. He gets it covered up with a, like, uh, like a shitty Texans logo or something like that. And you can still see, like, property of. And it's just like... <laughs> oh, so man. it was not a happy ending to any of these people. Yeah, okay. Uh, anything else from episode two? I, I love how they frame Doc Antle where there's just like, in the first episode, you're like, oh, well, he seems pretty normal. And then they're just like, boom, sex cult. I, that's when it hit me in the face that I was just like, this is, none of these people are normal. Yeah, there are no there are no good people here, like in the main characters, at least. But yeah, the other thing about episode two was uh, Joe got the hose, man. <laughs> just turning out straight men. Just hey, wild. Hey. Just also percent success rate in terms of uh, yeah. Oh man, I, can we just? I realize that none of them are like straight thinkers or, or really understand what's going on, but it's not an argument that you might be a gay man if you enjoy the guy with the bigger penis when you watch porn. <laughs> That's an old <laughs> like. <laughs> like if somebody presented that argument to me, I would be like, "Well, actually, you're right. I am gay. I never knew. Thank you." No, that's now that you mentioned it, that is an old Ron White bit. That's right. I knew I'd heard it somewhere. It that is, is an old... old Ron White bit where it's just like, you know, talking to his brother-in-law where he would say, he's like, are you, uh, he's like, I'm not even an ounce of gay. He's like, well, when you're watching, uh, when you're watching porn, do you like the big dicks or the little dicks? He's like, no, I like a big dick. Oh my God. Where it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the drop you're going to have to use right there but um the so yeah that's an old recycled ron white bit and he just used it and like at least three people were just like you know what makes a lot of sense (laughs) now that you've said it this i'm in you're you're right i could definitely have sex with you joe exotic (laughs) that's the drop yeah that's the (laughs) drop isolate that one jake you got it the uh (laughs) the 
the thing that is just glossed over until like a few last episodes, all of these men are straight. Yeah, no, it, that was something that was actually straight. Straight being very loose term here, but yes, they were straight. Uh, yeah, that was that. actually pretty apparent apparent to me for some reason. Um, and yeah, uh, drugs will make you do some uh, druggy stuff, you know. Yeah, busted teeth. Like at no point in time I was like, clearly this man. But oh. well, and it's just like he also. It's like Travis, poor guy, but like Travis Maldonado is just like like a decent looking dude where you're just like, why is he with Joe exotic who is 50 years older than him or literally like 30 years older than him. And I mean, and then they're just like, just sidebar meth. And you're just like, Oh yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Uh, still, still not getting it. It seems uh, it's the tigers <laughs> and the meth. Yeah. So and he'll um, buy you a, a brand new F-150 if you want. Which, yeah, that was great. All right, we're going to have to skip ahead um, to, if we're still talking about his husband. Because it's just like, it's just like the husbands go, well, I forget his name. Poor guy that doesn't have the teeth. Um, John. And all the, they, first of all, never thought to put a shirt on. Nope. Never did one interview in a shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but it was just like. Yeah, John was like, well, I didn't see it. He's like, he, Travis came along, and they're like, well, how would you like adding a third husband? And he's like, I didn't see any problem with it. And you're just, that was the most, like, like just Does that cut sense. into my meth supply? No? All right, yeah, no, go do it. That's fine. Fine, whatever. And the fact that both of them were straight, and the guy that was like, the guy, I can't remember, the, also one of the most quote-unquote sane people here that was the producer for Joe Exotic TV, Rick, oh, uh, man. yeah, that chain that guy smoke, has seen some he, shit. <laughs> he, he looked like a cigarette man, but like he was just like he was. He just looked like, like one of those people that, like, if he sat and told you he's thirty five, you're like, oh, shit, you might actually be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like Travis was not gay. He was fucking every woman in that park, and you're just like, like oh my god. Yeah, Which not, really, not we never see any women in that park. The one, the one that that we do see was the one that got pregnant by uh, John or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they are still together, by the way. Good for them. But it's just like, I I don't know. There's a weird psychosis though of of Joe Exotic where it's just like he never truly went for anyone that he knew for a fact was was gay, except for I guess the very last dude um and even then man i don't know Chaz or whatever his name was i think it was like dylan something white like that um yeah it, it was pretty broad like yeah. guys kyle matt I mean, and Royden. Really- yes so joe exotic has had oh. five husbands you introduced three of them on the show do you know about the other two, Jake? I know you know about at least one of them. I, I don't. I y'all mentioned this in the group message. I have no idea. I don't. I know about one of them. Do you know about the first one or the second one, Jake? I I don't know what order they came in. So okay, cool. I I just want to read to you guys about the first two husbands. I mean, the first one is 
actually just kind of sad. But the second one, holy oh. shit, man. So, yeah, I know the first one then. Yeah, so his first husband was named Brian, and they met in the 80s while Joe was working security at a bar in Texas. It was a gay bar, so, I mean, I'm guessing it was pretty obvious that Brian was also gay. Uh, Joe was significantly older than him. Brian was 19, just like Joe likes him. There's an M.O. here. Yeah, 19-year-olds. That's his range. That's his, that's his demo. But yeah, they've moved in together, blah, 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 worked the zoo, started the zoo, and then Brian unfortunately passed away from HIV. Uh, moving on. Uh, I'd heard about that. Sorry, I did know about that from the, uh, from the, there's a Joe Exotic podcast, if you did not know. I did so, not know. I'll listen to that. Wondery. But yeah, so the second husband was named JC, and this shit is wild. So JC is the one who taught him all the magic and stuff, right? Uh, I don't remember how they referred to that. A little kid? No. No, 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 no. Oh. Like a, this guy was 24 years old. So, you know, oh, okay. an actual adult, you know. Uh, but yeah, they don't mention him in the show. Anyway, let me scroll down to the good part. Hart Pence reportedly wanted the zoo to become a rehabilitation center for big game while Joe continued breeding his cats. In 2003, Joe reportedly threatened Hart Pence with a photograph of their tiger, Goliath, holding a piece of meat labeled J.C.'s Remains, along with a note reading, if you don't get your shit together, this is going to be your reality. Hart Pence later held two guns to Joe's head while he was asleep and told him he was leaving the zoo. After talking him down, Joe called the police and Hart Pence was arrested. Hart Pence is now serving life in prison for a murder unrelated to the Joe Exotic saga. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. Oklahoma man <laughs> yeah. yeah man yeah, yeah man. Joe knows how to pick them sheesh Whoa. episode 4 <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 we gotta go to episode 3 episode 3 is oh, like the right. the moment where this all swings that's right. That's right. Man, we root for the thunder and we love big cats. Oh, welcome to Oklahoma. Uh-huh. <laughs> Episode three is where we find out that that bitch Carol Baskin murdered her husband. Murdered her husband, fed him the tigers. Okay, 1000%. Did she absolutely kill him? Absolutely. Like, this isn't a new thought. This has been over Twitter. And any podcast or whatever, your mom's house had a really funny bit about this for like, they talked about it for like an hour as well. They, she never just came out and said, no, I didn't do it. She was just like, what? You think I would kill my husband? We're like, fuck, maybe. <laughs> She's like it's- laughing off. You're like, just say no. There she was never one point. Said- they asked her about the the meat grinder thing, and she was like, "You you know you think I could put him in that meat grinder? It was so small, I couldn't do that." Ha ha ha! And I was like, "Hey, bitch, ain't shit funny right now." Like, <laughs> this is this is not the ha ha hour. No, this ain't a game. That is, that is she knows because she tried. <laughs> hey, and you know what? Hey, when you've been in, around enough uh, middle aged white ladies that lie a lot. Hey, you know, you know what's going on. Uh, she absolutely killed that dude. 
She has minion mom energy taken up to like minion mom energy. You know, minions. <laughs> Min- so descri- that is minion a Facebook post. That was a gap in my vocabulary that I was searching for subconsciously mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. And you're exactly right. Yeah, she you has are exactly correct. She has minion meme mom energy, but taken to the extremist level, the most extreme level where it's just like, huh, wouldn't it be funny if me, if my husband were dead? He actually is. Where it's just like, <laughs> yep. It's like I hate my husband and I love wine. Well, it's just like you. This is that woman taken yes. up to the nth degree. Yes. Yes. Just so, everything that she says in defense of her not killing her husband, it's like, lady, that don't make no sense. <laughs> well, it's like also the cops. Okay, so they open up an investigation. And what was her uh, husband's name? Don. Don, yeah. Yep. So they open up an investigation into the missing person uh, of Don. I forget his last name. but I, Lewis. But like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Don Lewis. And it was like, Don, first of all, their story together is weird in and of itself. It's like, met her when she was like 18, running away from an abusive marriage. Gave her a gun. Yeah. Yeah. We just, I just want to talk. It's just like, he, he, yeah. 1970s fetish. (laughs) He at 45 years old goes, all right, I'm leaving my my wife of many, many years and my family to go be with Carol Baskin. Because apparently she was just irresistible. <laughs> and uh, we're going to start a big cat rescue. He was secret, not secretly, but he was like a millionaire for God knows doing what. I have no, just apparently he would like repurpose like trailers or something, which is such an Oklahoma way to become a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's that's the Oklahoma economy is repurposing trailers. Yeah. <laughs> but well, so, he was a they were in Florida and he was flying like he could fly a plane to Guatemala. The dude was a dealer. He was a yeah, wholesale buyer. You think so? He owned like that what like three different three different planes, had money that nobody can define exactly how much money he had and nobody really could say what he did. And like he enjoyed just casual trips to like Guatemala. Like, no no no. Dude is buying wholesale. Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah, he was going to Costa Rica yeah. once a month. Carol says that he went to Costa. Carol says he went to Costa Rica once a month because whenever she was on her period, he would go to Costa Rica <laughs> and have sex because he needed to have sex every single day. So you go to Costa? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now hold on. That's, Where is yep. this? Hold on. Costa Rica. Okay. All right. You can you fly live there in Florida right now for cheap. Fly there from. You live in Florida. You're a very rich man. You uh, can't find okay. people to have sex with for a week. We're, we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work on that. You picked up Carol by telling her no. to buy you a gun and managed to get her home that night. So his game must be insane. Fellas, you know how you meet your wife on the street walking alone, and you're in a truck, and you mm-hmm. circle the block three times. And you pick her up and you convince her to get in your truck. And then you marry her. And then you leave for coast. Sorry. Speaking from experience. Whoops among us hasn't met our future wife on the turnpike. And and stalked her. I mean, in your truck for a couple hours. Who hasn't done that? Let us throw the first. uh, You without sin, (laughs) the first stone. 
Shout out Easter. The um uh Shout out yeah. Easter. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love it. The so yeah, I said Oklahoma, but they're in yeah, they are in Florida and he yeah. would like he would like get in his plane sans license, might I add. He didn't have a pilot's license because right. fuck it. And uh and he would just go to Costa Rica to apparently see his mistress. But the more you talk about how it, low to fly to be out of radar range. Dude is buying wholesale. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you convinced me. Yeah, I didn't really know. I didn't really put much thought into it, but you're exactly right. And he also has a very mob boss attorney. Okay, dude. you, you kind of stole my thunder there. Definitely crime dude attorney, right? <laughs> of yeah. the attorney With types. great ties, though. Great tie yeah. choices. Good ties. Good ties, yep. It, it, he, the attorney was just like, just like, I'm not saying that that she killed her, that she killed him. But like he could have like he left the most open ended. He would just like stare at the camera like, what are we doing here? Come on, <laughs> yeah. I just really? love that everybody was like, yeah, she killed him. Like the assistant, yeah. the daughters, the ex wife, like everybody was just like, yeah, she she killed him. It, yeah, duh. Uh, later yeah, I love, on, go ahead Matt. Yeah, i love how at the very very end they sprinkle in the fact oh yeah her brother-in-law is like the sheriff or something like that i was just like oh well yeah that, that makes sense now and she had the I dumbest mean... thing to say to that too she goes i didn't really know my brother by the time i was 15 he was nine that's not <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> That's not how math I've got, works. I've got six years on him. We're basically strangers. I don't. I don't know the kid at all. What? What? What am I going to talk to him about? He's the sheriff. All right. That's, hold on. That's... I missed part of that because part of it was that like she got pulled over the night he went missing, and like the brother just swept it over or something. Basically, like kind of accounted. I think accounted for her like whereabouts or something that that night more or less okay or make yeah. sure it was like off the record somehow yeah i don't, I don't remember the specifics of it but basically she got like pulled over doing something she shouldn't have been doing like that's very suspicious and murdery and then <laughs> he was just like no nah, never happened yeah and i love how the, like the missing persons people are like the the, the cops and in, in in florida were just like they were just like uh Hey, can we? Sh- should we check the? Uh, should we check the tiger cage? And then they were just like, "Ew, gross!" Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why would we do what? And like, Joe Exotic's like the only one. Joe Exotic dedicated every single episode of his three hundred television series run to be like that bitch, Carol Baskin. It's in. It's in the. It's in the septic tank. It's in the. Uh, they fed him to the tiger every single episode. Joe Exotic was hot on that trail. He never let that shit go. Bringing back to Joe Exotic and his whole thing. What was that audition-like process to find an exact lookalike of Carol Baskin? Because they so nailed right. it. They, they really they nailed, nailed it. it. I thought it was her. Like I legit <laughs> thought it was her. I was like, why would she show up in this video? What was, like, what was that casting call like? Do you look like this exact woman? Please call Joe Exotic. So many music videos. So many music videos. So also, many music videos. Not him singing. I don't know if anybody believed him. Not him singing. What? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. No. 
<laughs> yeah, apparently like the actual guys that he stole the voice of like tried to sue him, but uh, I, I somehow can't. Somewhere along the lines of the contract, they got screwed over. So for all intents and purposes, that's Joe Exotic's voice. There you go, I, man. The first, the first three episodes are where it's just like the most of the, like the character built, like character, the world is built in this. And the most is that people remember is that Carol Baskin killed her husband. But there's so much more left of this show. Yeah, I just, ugh, she, she definitely killed the dude. Like, 100%. Taking all the money from the kids. She put up a sign that said, never speak oh. that man's name again in this house. Oh. Yeah. How dirty she did that family. Like, that should have, like, sent up every red flag possible. Broke into broke into his trailer that only his assistant had access to um, to steal his, like, will and then provided a separate will. It was just like, ooh. Not once did the cops were like, wait. <laughs> this is all too convenient for you, Carol Baskin. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, even the mob lawyer was, like, looking over to that and be like, no, this is sketchy. Upon <laughs> <laughs> my disappearance. To hide a, the guy who can tell you where to hide a body is looking over this and is like, oh, no, 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 this is not good. This is not good at all. Upon my disappearance, right. Like, And then and then it's just like, well, we never found a plane. We never found anything. Like, he's just not in, like, because, like, they just left his... He just left his van unlocked and everything, like at the airport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, there was <laughs> like a there was like an old like TV interview, and she was just like, "There's no way I can say, see, I didn't do it." It was like you're not you're not like sad that your husband's just gone, <laughs> like your husband just got murdered one day, and like now it's you don't, you just don't care. You're not sad. You just like don't want to be guilty zero remorse and then she marries a guy and they get married in leopard print and they she has him on a leash in leopard print on the beach which is a fire by the way fire photo she married what every college dean looks like (laughs) (laughs) that is a caricature of a man yep his happy place is that room of filing cabinets yep (laughs) Any sort of like suit or lawsuit, he's like, oh, please, Carol, let me handle it just one time. And it just like, <laughs> he just, he get like every night, like, Carol, please, just a, just a sliver. Like that. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Simping for Carol when, Baskin. Honestly, the weirdest part of this documentary is just. All these people got hella hoes. Just all of them. Every single right. one. <laughs> was it this episode where the husband just sings to her? Oh, no. I think that was at the very end of the of the show. But yeah. Oh. That was that was super weird. That was terrifying. Again, you're just made to believe that these people are normal people, but they're so not. And the fact that the document the documentary team was able to capture all of this, and not once did any of these people think, you know what? Maybe let's not have that on camera. Nope. Yeah, apparently this was recorded over the course of like five years. 
wild. I don't know. Documentaries are so nuts to me, especially the ones that go that span that long, because it's like, how do you decide what how to pace this? Or what do you mean? Like, like how what footage goes where, what interview goes where and everything like that's that's bananas to me. Speaking of, they definitely did Carol real dirty with the B-roll that they chose for when they like start talking about her husband being murdered. It's literally like, her sitting on a golf them. cart putting on sunglasses. <laughs> like <laughs> as like this background noise is people like, oh, she definitely killed her husband. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like meat going through a meat grinder. Like I was like, I would never do that. And it's just like a cut to meat just slowly coming out of a meat grinder. Like oh, a little bit of selective imagery here. Yeah. Oof. Episode um, quattro. Oh. Yeah. Episode four, Matt, you got something? No, no, I honestly don't. It's I, I can't remember what happened in each episode just because, like, the only thing I knew going into watching this whole series was like, yeah, kind of character hired a guy to uh, kill somebody else, and I was just kind of waiting for that last thing to happen. And I, then I kind of went into a coma in between the introduction of all the characters and the final plotline, and I kind of just like fell. Uh, just I was just in a trance over the course of the middle four storylines. So, like yeah. honestly, the final plot line of this show literally takes up probably like fifteen percent of this show, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And like, really, you don't get anything until like the last thirty minutes of this documentary, which is nuts. But yeah, let's talk about episode four real quick. I don't even remember what happened. It's called playing with fire. So. That's the one where the shed got burned down. Oh they yeah, burned up all the alligators. The the shed oh. the shed that housed all that poor guy the producer's footage. Which if it burnt down all, I know they filmed it over like five years or whatever, but it seems like they still had a bunch of that guy's footage. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. That part I don't really understand, but like. It's it's been you've been here forever. You didn't back this up at any point. You weren't like, let me just hop on the Wi-Fi real quick, like <laughs> working with tigers and shit, and people are getting shot every day. Like you, that you, is the first shit they teach you in film school is whatever you shoot, you back it up at least twice. And like this guy apparently is like award winning, like has been doing this for years, and that he does not think to back up any of this. Not one lacy rugged drive in that place. Not one. <laughs> Like Folks, he, that's a storage he, joke right there. That is a storage <laughs> joke. It's a storage joke. One terabyte lacy rugged drive. It's bright orange. You can't mess it. <laughs> the um, yeah, but like Joe Exotic totally burned down that shed. Oh, for sure, hundred percent, one thousand percent. Rumor has it those alligators are owned by like Michael Jackson or something. What? So like somebody famous owned. Maybe it wasn't or... Michael Jackson. Maybe it was somebody else. But somebody owned those alligators, like. Those weren't just um, uh, oh. Joe's alligators. I could be wrong about that. I could just be making something up, but it sounds better. No, we're breaking news saying, here on one take. I thought you were <laughs> saying somebody famous bought like their burnt like carcasses. No, like, no, they didn't. Sure. <laughs> Wouldn't put it, Pat. Shaquille O'Neal just now has those. <laughs> Did you see where Shaq was like, oh, no, 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 no. We are not friends. I Nope, no, nope. No, he distanced himself quicker from that than anybody has ever like. He like backpedaled so hard on that, where he's like, "Yo, I went there for like two things, like two times, and get like 
uh, Chuck was just not letting it go. He's like, you went with exotic Joe. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, rest, the rest of this episode is all about like the lawsuits and everything starting to pile up. Joe being broke as fuck. I had a hard time following that. Like why? Like he had it in his mother's name. Cause everything like he didn't have any money. Like he just blew through all of his money. Right. Math yeah. costs money. Yeah. Meth does cut meth and guns cost money folks. <laughs> and um and so like he would but the crazy part about that is it was so funny that he was so petty that he was like i'm just gonna name the name of my company uh the the same as carol baskin's company but just with like adventures at the bottom of it yeah it was like big cat entertainment <laughs> yeah yeah it's like <laughs> basically just photoshopped entertainment underneath like didn't even bother to change any of it it was beautiful yeah and the and the 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 courts are like absolutely not you cannot <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not gonna let that one slide not once and he was a like, why and you're just like oh, uh the, the stupidity yeah his argument to every judge was obviously but but that bitch carol baskin she's gonna get away with it his argument his rebuttal was always basically just like she killed her husband and you're coming after me <laughs> okay but they also talked about the lawsuit where over like the rabbit picture or whatever where like carol's people are like smiling holding all these like bloody rabbits and her explanation was like oh well you know sometimes we don't have enough food for all the tigers so they were just like excited that each of their tigers was going to get their own rabbit. So of course they took a picture. Why would that's totally normal? Why wouldn't they do that? Like that's that's not bad. And I was like, hey, yo, what? <laughs> that is wild. Excuse to- me. <laughs> totally normal and cool thing to do. <laughs> yeah, just pulling all these bloody the, rabbits. Backed up by Joe's protest outside wearing the bunny outfit. Again, happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to Easter. Hey, uh, Matt, real quick, can you explain um, copyright lawsuits to us, please? Uh, uh, okay, let me check my notes here because I did take notes on this. Um, basically, <laughs> if you – hold on. If you name some shit uh, that that's yours, um, somebody else can't name it the same shit. And uh, But if they do, uh, it has to be different or better. I think that's what I wrote down. Yeah, that's about right. Different can't or name better. It the same. Yeah, you can't name it the same shit. Yeah, you actually okay. can count this podcast as legal advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. A, <laughs> I don't know if I can actually get in trouble for saying that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think that's roughly the rule. Yeah, this yeah, is a okay. podcast of learned doctors. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've been saying that, that a lot in my house lately. It's <laughs> a house of learned doctors. Learned doctors. Um. So yeah, that was all the. That was all the lawsuit stuff is there anything else? but it was just funny because it was i forget what it was he accused the producer of, of like like being a double agent or something <laughs> stupid and the guy was like i was gonna make a million dollars off of this show and he's just like i kind of felt bad for the guy where it's just like he had sold all this shit to like i get probably history channel and um and then it oh, just all had, burns like, up DMT written all over it <laughs> Oh yeah. And he um he definitely he sold all of it and he went to Joe and the Joe was like, Don't run that or something. He's like, Joe, I own all of this stuff and all of a sudden it disappears. Like what? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. 
look, I, I realize I will never have roughly that close of money ever in my life. But a million dollars feels paltry in the reality TV world. Like, I feel like his sides were really low on this. Especially considering how popular Tiger King is now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I was going to make a million. Eh, you, could, you probably could have, like, negotiated more, man. You built a chair. You, you, you had something going on for you. <laughs> that, I mean, God, look at how famous the freaking uh, alligator, the Swamp People show got. Yeah. You mean to tell me people aren't going to go nuts over uh, Tiger King, a gay polygamist in Oklahoma? <laughs> Who ran for president owned- also. Right. <laughs> and then governor. And got oh votes. God. Yeah. 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 Cannot be overstated. Um, episode five, unless there's something else in episode four. No, nah, not really. Just a bunch of lawsuits. Joe ran his mom dry. Just... His yeah, poor mother. Tough And she was still like, that bitch Carol Baskin, where it's like, she, he had written her name on everything. Not once did he blame her, she blame her son. Yeah, big yikes. But yeah, episode five, make America exotic again. <laughs> Joe runs for president. Matt, what, how would you describe Joe's um, campaign and platform? Um, he absolutely knew his constituency. I will say that. (laughs) Um, I think that there is a large portion of the collective Oklahoma brain that's just like, well, I know what this person is. Like, I know what Joe Exotic is, right? And uh, they're like, ah, good enough. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we'll take him. I shook his hand. He's fine. Ah, good enough. And I'll be damned if, if he didn't get, what, 20% of the vote? Uh, so effective, I will say, for somebody with negative political experience. Um, pretty pretty darn good. <laughs> I, I, I would characterize it that way. Would he get your vote? Um, my vote, if I was living in Oklahoma? Um, yeah, why the hell not? I don't know. Who cares, right? That's what I yeah, said. Votes matter. don't really matter. matter, I think, is the official yeah, stance of one take pod, right? Right. Absolutely. He got 664 votes in the Libertarian Party runoff. Oh, so not 20%. Okay. He got 18.7% for the Libertarian primary. But still, 600 people, which, I mean, factoring out the people from, like, that work for GW, 600 people were like, yeah, okay, he's got a point. So 300 people were just like, makes sense. (laughs) He likes guns. He likes tigers. I'm with it. Yeah. Hell, we got to drain that swamp. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. His poor campaign manager, man. The guy he found at the gun aisle at Walmart. Oh. He yeah, was the gun aisle manager. Was the smartest person in this show. Yeah. Yeah. But like when- smart in a dumb way. And still, like, kind of likes Joe. Like, again, it's the same, like, dog antle situation where he didn't really want to say anything bad. Like, he actually kind of felt bad for Joe. Yep. Yeah, I felt real. I kind of actually felt really bad for that guy because they did for some, like, 
He the the it was I laughed my ass off when he's like working for Joe Exotic for two they introduce him by going, Working for Joe Exotic for the for two years was the worst experience of my life. And I'm just like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then later you understand like why, but <laughs> the way they yeah, Oh yeah. Oof. Yeah. Good Is good there, God. <laughs> well, it's like okay, so he, he he got he gets a clip on John Oliver, right? That's sort of how it goes viral. And I remember seeing that clip on John Oliver, and I was like, "No way! This this year can get any weirder." And then that <laughs> and that shows up on John Oliver, and buddy, I little did I know that I'd be watching a whole documentary about the dude that was just a bit on John Oliver, uh, like three years later, and. Uh, so yeah, he gets, but that like that goes to his head, right? Apparently, where it's like they were making fun of him, but everybody was like, "No, nah, he loved that shit." Well, I mean, his name is now in the national attention, even if it's a joke. Like somebody in Ohio now knows who Joe Exotic is, and I'm sure there were a bunch of people who were like, "Oh yeah, when you went to Oklahoma, that's like right up the road. Fuck it, we're going." <laughs> Did um did you have any more notes for episode four? Nah. And then uh five, six, and seven, it's pretty much the campaign and Jeff and his hot wife taking the zoo. Oh, oh my hot wife. Oh my god, Jeff Lowe. Um totally not bald guy, if you ask me. Totally not bald. <laughs> Definitely Bandana. not. Oh, an Oakley hat. That's another of type of guy. Yeah, that's another type of guy. Old flat brim with a with a bandana guy. That's also definitely a guy. Wearing the Twitter, the Twitter ad, Hardy jeans. The Twitter yep. Abby is Oakley sunglasses and just their face. That whole meme. Yep. yep. Wears Absolutely. a leather jacket in a hundred and ten degree heat. Yeah, when they're like clearing stuff for the new for the new thing, the dude has his shirt off working in a. Uh, Working in a tractor, he's just out there in like a leather jacket. Like, dude, we know you're fat. It's okay. Like, <laughs> definitely tours the country, going to Harley Davidson stores. Oh my god! <laughs> Set ringside one time at a UFC UFC fight and was just like, I need to make this my lifestyle. I mean, yeah. I, I, I his whole backstory. It's probably meth. We can all agree that Lauren was hot. How did uh, he get yeah. her? What does he have to offer except for Lamborghinis? Hey, and some also, people are broken in very specific ways. That's all I'm that's that's all very I'm fair. Say. That is very fair. The, and it ain't just Lauren, by the way. No, yeah, it's like it's like every girl he get in Vegas, it's like it's just like, yeah, they were swingers. And it's just like excuse me, what? And they would those poor that I felt real bad about that when they would put the it was bananas but when they would put the tigers tiger cubs in suitcases and just like roll them through the Bellagio and you're just like what and it's just like yep like it took them also, years to get caught it feels like a Vegas thing where it would be acceptable if you just walked into the lobby of like the MGM Grand with a tiger. Like I feel like everybody would be like, oh yeah, he's got a tiger. Oh uh, yeah, it's the Mike Tyson tiger. Exactly. I've been harassed by a guy with a boa constrictor around his neck on the strip. Like it doesn't feel weird to have a tiger in Vegas. But again, we're talking about 
tigers. I know. Like killing machine. I know they're they're cubs because they're hauling them in like suitcases or whatever. But like just just apex predators, man. And we're just like nonchalantly whatever. Man, and it, it's horrible. But you know they just put the tiger back in the suitcase when the orgy started. Like they're not just letting that thing free roam. Oh man. Yeah. You can at least put it in like the bathtub or something. Yeah, no, they're just like they're just like back in the suitcase you go. Time for an eight some. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but can we talk about how fucking awesome the tiger bus sounds? Oh, tiger bus. I was on board I was actually that was one of the few times I was genuinely surprised by this show when I found out the Tiger Bus was not a successful business. I was like, yeah. Whoa, oh, how did it fail? Oh no. I was like <laughs> that's the only party bus I want to be on. The other party buses suck. I want that one. I want the Man. tiger bus. I, All I could think about is like, can you imagine four AM everybody is just blackout drunk in a bus with tiger? <laughs> like Yes. Bro. You're not coming out of that thing alive. <laughs> yes, bro. Those, those, but it's not like like imagine it being like bit like grown tigers though. Can you imagine like oh no, like talk about <laughs> Vegas experience? But it's just like it's just like tiger cubs, but it like no, you got to brave the Vegas Strip with a grown tiger. There's enough weird people that would be like yes. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, depending on the cost, I might be with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> If they're like All okay, alcohol, yeah, maybe. Okay, an Uber is gonna be like I don't know thirty dollars back to the hotel. The Tiger Bus is gonna be one hundred and thirty dollars for each of us. You know what? The extra hundred thirty, the extra hundred dollars, I'll do it. Hold a Tiger. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. What happens in Vegas? You can, blow, in Vegas? you can blow money on. You can blow money on dumber shit in Vegas. Yeah, hanging out on a party bus with a tiger. Yeah, let's do that. What am I going to do? Play slot machines? Fuck that. Let's go to the Tigers. Yeah, that is that is true, Matt. How, how that business failed. <laughs> Beyond me. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty it's much it. They didn't, have, they didn't have Matt is bear as an investor. There you go. I'm the marketing had to be total shit. There's no way. Had to be bad. Really what we're saying is like, if you would have let Matt run your Twitter account... That shit would be a multi. That shit would be in Los Angeles. That shit would be in just yeah. Tiger Bus is everywhere. Tiger Bus Dallas. Tiger Bus Houston. We're in. Tiger Bus Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) Oh damn. No, the tiger. That that is really funny. But but it's just like I. You know how it failed because Jeff Delo is a piece of shit. Like that's how (laughs) that's how that failed and like with zero work ethic. Like you could tell that immediately, especially when they started trying to build the new zoo. And that guy just like was put in all of his money. Was like, uh, he hasn't worked a day. No, not even, not even. Yeah, he gets by scamming people as dumb as Joe Exotic. Is how it works, and framing them for murder. Which brings us to the last few episodes. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was framed. I I will maintain that he was framed. Not a good person. Let's not let's. All that aside, not a good person, Joe Exotic. Not dis- not debating that. He Did is he not prob- what? smart enough to piece together this plan. 
No. 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 But, I mean, come on, man. You spent, like, a, what, a decade just being, like, I wish somebody would kill Carol Baskin, fuck Carol Baskin. Oh, no, for sure. Like, I, I, 100%, I think it was, like, Jeff trying to get rid of Joe, and this was a convenient excuse to get rid of him. I mean, we have, like, 3,000 videos on the Joe Exotic website of him shooting guns at dummies saying that this is Carol. So, it's, you really don't have to do a whole lot of footwork, and not a whole lot of footwork was done here anyway. Right. Matt, what do you think? Um, almost assuredly set up, but also if you're dumb enough to get set up in that fashion where people just have to like play a couple videos and be like, I don't know, he, he said he'd pay a 3000 And here's the other thing. I think you, I think it can be a situation where he was both set up and also offered money to somebody to kill her, right. but being, but also being not entirely serious about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think both can be true. I think both can be very true. They egged him on. How about that? That's that's what I'll say. Is, is uh, probably is they yeah. egged him on to do it. Well, yeah, and then like Jeff come Jeff Jeff Lowe comes in there and just throws like the fakest fit of all time, where it's just like you're ruining my business, Joe, and da 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 da. And Joe's like, what? The, like the look on his face when Joe when he comes in there and starts tearing things off the walls and stuff, where he's just like, what are you talking about? That's right. when everyone should have been like, oh yeah, he was definitely set up. Where, where I mean, Jeff like, was like posturing for the cameras. If Jeff just wanted to get rid of him quickly, like he had him dead to rights on just like standard um, animal theft. Abuse. Well, yeah, the animal abuse, but like standard theft because like he could he had the receipts that Joe was just siphoning the cash into the campaign. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that fit was bullshit. Like I think this was just next level. Like I get the zoo and I'm sending you to jail, so you're gonna be framed for murder. Well, here's the yep. thing. Uh, Jeff Lowe's straight up going to prison. Like he's not like that's, that's happening. Right. Oh yeah. It, it has to. You would think. Well, it's just Man, like, I don't it's know. just like the guy that took the money is just admitting it on camera where he's just like, yeah, I took his money. Like why, why aren't you a jail? Like, I know he was like a quote unquote informant, but not really. The only main informant was that weird dude with the lemur. James, uh, yes. something like that. The guy that for some reason was on a a wave runner in the middle. Like I don't. What was that? I don't know what that. Set was. the eye of the tiger. So good. <laughs> that that shot had no purpose other than the editor was like, "Man, fuck this guy. I'm gonna embarrass the shit out of him." Incredible. Yeah, they were like, "We got a fancy new camera set up. You want to try it out? Yeah, let's go." Hey. We can shoot in slow-mo now. You got anything that's fast? Have I. <laughs> Majestic. Majestic. Wait, put on the shades. <laughs> oh. another, Boy, do I. <laughs> another one of the what? wildest things said in this documentary is, I don't know, I guess I chickened out. <laughs> you don't, yeah. you, you got paid for murder and you don't know why you didn't do it? You what? I instead went and partied. Just fuckers <laughs> and blow. Like, all right, man. I don't know what happened, man. I guess I chickened out. You guess. You, you don't know? What? 
What do you mean you This get? is also coming from a dude who's like sitting into a full bathtub completely clothed during an that interview. That was the wildest <laughs> shot of this entire documentary. When they, they filmed him getting into the bathtub and like clothes and you're like taking a bath. Like, what is this? Why is this being filmed? The Mario White is special. Thank, thank God it was filmed though. <laughs> also, multiple time felon that were just like for I think murder one of them or at least aggravated assault where we're just we're trusting his word and he's not we're just like yep not to say people don't deserve second chances but he totally took money from joe exotic to quote unquote go kill somebody but there's also the argument to be made that joe gave him that money to go get on his feet or to get him out of the gw zoo because they didn't like him right yeah and then jeff was like oh, well, we'll just use that as a framing device. You know what I mean? So there's that argument to be made as well, I guess. Not that, why am I defending Joe? Like, I don't, he's a piece of shit. Like, why am I, but it's just, I feel, I feel like he just got framed and it was so easy to spot that. But yet the DA and the, the, the state of Oklahoma was just like, we're going to throw this guy in jail for life. I mean, everybody was right. Like, the case against him for the, like, hired assassin and everything, like, the attempted murder, it is flimsy as shit. And, and you know what's funny is that all that all that it takes for you to get thrown in jail is for you to just go to a go to a guy that's FBI undercover and be like, I want to kill somebody, and they'll be like, ha gotcha. Yeah. I mean, but that's fair. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, Royden, what do you got to admit, man? We will discuss off pod. <laughs> right, cool. Matt has oh, been God. making some egregious tweets that we got to. <laughs> and I just can't stand it anymore. Walk me through them. I'm off Twitter right now until I watch Insecure. Um,. No, we'll finish this, and we'll then. I do actually want to talk about Matt's Twitter today because I mean uh, Easter Sunday Twitter. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, some stuff up in this show. Well, also we got to talk about um, the maybe the wildest part of this documentary they, for me, and it, it's tragic. But Travis's death. Yeah, man, genuinely oh. surprising. Yeah, shocking. Like, Them having I I the guy's reaction on video, just ugh. Well, you see, just like a, a flash. Oh, and I knew that he wasn't okay because either like he would have been in the, everybody else in the world was in this documentary. Like, why wouldn't Travis be in this documentary? You know, so like immediately I kind of put two and two together where I was just like, all right, either he's in jail, gone, like away, or he's dead, and. Unfortunately, he's dead. But the way he died was so crazy where they were just like obviously drugged up and they kept him methed out and on and just high all the time on whatever pot, whatever. But like. Folks do not play with guns. Like, nope. He, yeah. He's just like if Glocks don't go up. They're not when when there's not one in the chamber, they don't go off. And that video that they had and the guy describing it, the campaign manager shocking genuinely shocking even we're also go ahead we're also talking about the same dude that would wake up the campaign manager by pointing a gun at him oh yeah like (laughs) 
There was nothing okay with this kid. I mean, poor guy. He was like 20 years old. Got into in yeah. like to a polygamous re- relationship with a uh, 50-year-old Tiger King meth addict. But like, woo man, that was that was bananas. Also, even more bananas, his funeral. Good Ooh. Lord, Joe, why? <laughs> That boy had a that boy had a set of balls on him, and nobody around him had never seen his balls around here. They're like golden nuggets to that boy. You're like, whoa! In front of his mom, dude. Uh, hmm. Given this guy's eulogy, talking about his balls, them balls. I'm trying to figure out which body part I want uh, <laughs> my wife to talk about at my funeral. <laughs> Oh, I don't have an answer. Don't don't pause. It's gonna oh, well. oh, no. No. oh, we should tweet that out and see what kind of responses we get. Yeah. Well, what body part do you want your significant other to talk, to talk about at your funeral? Yeah. I like that. I, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Matt's pinky toe. Let me tell you about this. Um, there you go. The... Will your significant other still be fully packing heat? Well, giving you eulogy, <laughs> just carrying a gun, yeah, to yeah, to funeral. Yeah, you never know it. when that tiger's going to jump out. You got to be ready. I guess not, man. Also, also singing as one of his songs mm. that he totally wrote right at yep. his funeral. I just oh, cringe level a thousand, bro. Ugh. Ah. Uh, anyway. That's uh, that's all. That's a few other things that I had about this. Dex, do you have any more notes that are just like stand out to you? No, nah, man. Go ahead. Is that's that's Tiger King? Another the 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 show, I guess, that's taking the world by storm because we're all so bored. Oh, actually, I did have one question. Yeah. Do you think all the food at the Thanksgiving dinner lunch oh. thing was also expired off the truck? Oh. Yes. Yeah, 100%. All right. Oh, 2,000%. I and um, Oh, there's a couple things that just kind of got past. Uh, of course, Joe Exotic has a Prince Albert. Oh, yeah, that was that was wild. Just kind of dropped in there, you know? Yeah, in passing. Yeah. Yep. Gotta get the Prince Albert in there. Like, oh, yeah, shit. That, that was burned into my brain for a couple days. And he wears padlocks on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's not the that's not the typical Oklahoma experience to my knowledge. I could be wrong, but hey, you know, I just you know, hey. Is that the Round Rock experience? Good for him. Good for him. That's all. The I have Round to say. Rock. It's the Round Rock Express. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, Carol Baskin. Shout out to <laughs> Carol Baskin, knowing exactly what kind of oil you would have to put on a shoe for the tiger oh, to sardine. Attack. Yeah. Man, but going back. That that was like, aside from the baboons hugging each other, which was the saddest shit ever. Oh my um, god! Him like shooting next to the tiger's ear and just like constantly threatening her was the most like heartbreaking moment of this whole show. I did want the tiger to eat him. Like at that point, <laughs> yeah, like one hundred percent. I was I like, actually... bro, just go for it. Nobody's gonna stop you. 
Definitely literally, nobody's yeah. going to stop you. Everybody was watching and didn't care. Yeah, literally right. no one stopped you. That was the whole point of that, where it's like, nobody came and helped me. You're like, you you want us to go, like, what are we going to do? That's a tiger. That is, in fact, a tiger. Um, the, I, my whole thing about this entire documentary, and this is the final thing I'll say about it, is, is that... I don't think that Joe Exotic started out as a bad guy. And they kind of frame it like that towards the end where it was like, they have news clips of him saying like, we just want to rehabilitate these tigers. They don't need to be privately owned and everything else. And then he just got caught up in people loving the product that he was. And I think that's kind of how this starts. And it's tragic that there is so little and not to get on a soapbox, but there, it is tragic. That there is so little regulation for how these tigers can be kept in just these fucking just shitty conditions, man, for these, for these incredible animals. And there's just, there's mm-hmm. more tigers in captivity than there are in the wild. Like how does, how is that right? You know? Right. And I don't think that Joe exotic started out as this Machiavellian, like, terrible person that had this weird agenda i think he was a troubled dude all obviously all of these characters are troubled people who just got caught up in this persona and mental illness definitely can and meth yeah and meth can foster that along and uh, shepherd that along rather and it and it just uh, yeah i don't know i just don't think He's the he is a bad guy now. I don't think he started out that way. I don't I don't think there's a redemption arc here. Like I don't I don't think you know in ten years he's gonna get out of jail and going on like, no. speaking to her like no. how to be a better no. person. No. But there is the one redeeming factor is that the fact that his salt the earth move was to give all the receipts that he has on everybody to PETA. Like I was like yep. oh, honestly, if you're gonna like if that's your your, your final like checkmate. Good for you, because that that actually might mean something. Right. And granted, like, don't get me wrong from what I was saying. Like, I don't think he started out as a bad guy. He ended up as no, a no, no, no. shit. Like, he, 100%. like, yeah, killing tigers and everything, like, shooting them and burying them and everything. But, yeah, to, like, get, to, like, to give the, to have, to throw the book at PETA, and PETA was like, damn. Like, like that's, that's kind of interesting. Um... There's only one other scene, and the one scene that, like, fully got me is, I don't, I don't remember what his name is, but Blonde Dude, like, after he testified, and he found out that the five tigers were shot, and he's just shit-faced on the bed, like, torn up over it. I was like, oh, yeah. damn. This actually has consequences. This means something to somebody. Yep. He was the, I think he might be the only good dude out of the yeah. entire group. I completely agree. He was the only one that really, like, he's only in it for the Tigers. Like, he didn't give a shit about the money. He didn't care that he lived in Squall or, like, all he cared was, like, these are animals that need me, so I'm going to give them what I can. Yeah, follow-up um, from the uh, after show they just put out today. He's the only one that has not watched the documentary at all. Good for him. <laughs> Good. Yeah. If everybody else, that, like, I would not watch it. Everybody else has already watched it. Yeah, it, it, and that's what we are trying to say here is if you have watched this documentary, you're a terrible person. I think that was our yeah. mm-hmm. actual thesis for the episode. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that, no, uh, you're a bad person for watching it. You should feel bad. We are here to shame you. We should call this podcast You Should Feel Bad, the podcast, honestly. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. 
We always uh, like to drag our listeners, so. Yeah, speaking of you should feel bad, Matt, what the hell was your Twitter today? <laughs> so last last week we uh look. <laughs> look, okay, so <clears throat> we were talking okay, look, we were talking about thick moms from Pixar and it got random traction this 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 week. This isn't this isn't like an isolated opinion or or observation. Uh, Pixar uh, do be having thick moms though. Like it's like it's pretty verified. Um, uh, and one one of those uh, thick uh, mother figures uh, is Aunt Cass from Big Hero Six. And I just woke up. I was just thinking about Aunt Cass. That's all. Well, let me let Literally. me let me give you a quick timeline today of uh, Matt's Easter Sunday, the day of our Lord. Uh, the day our Lord has risen's tweets, um, uh, and also with you, and also with you. Matt, Matt is bear says uh, wakes up this morning, fifteen hours ago. Said thinking about Aunt Cass, which whomst among us right. has not has not. Yeah, um, but then he starts retweeting, bro, Lil Bo Peep, dummy thick. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I was I was wondering who else out there felt the same way I do. Bo That's all. Peep I was just is, <laughs> Bo Peep is stupid thick for no reason, bro. I mean, little Bo Peep high key thick as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At, okay. at Matt is bear. After those retweets, not one hour after waking up on the day of our Lord, Easter Sunday. Bo Peep, extreme high quality gray porcelain thick white woman. <laughs> okay, but like, spot the lie, first off. Second off, did I, was there like a typo or something? Is that why we're roasting me? Or? Well, we're also roasting you for delaying this podcast for a week. That is what I wanted to do. But, uh, <laughs> That's fair. That, that, that is fair criticism. We were going to do it on Twitter, but I figured it'd be best safe for the podcast. But also, he throws in a uh, oh, happy Easter also. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, hey, I know other people are celebrating other things than, than Bo Peep. They, they, don't, they didn't put Bo Peep in the dress anymore, like in Toy Story 4. I know we talked about Toy Story 4. I've been thinking about it a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and then he retweeted, yo, Pixar loves him some thick OMG Bo Peep or Elastigirl. And it's like, Elastigirl throwing it back in the mirror, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and then at Matt is bear. This is the best tweet because uh, when you see it from the front, and it's just both <laughs> badass, uh, and the uh, and the, and one of the toys like looking at um, looking at it. Go on at Matt is bear. You can see all of these tweets. They're on Twitter.com forever. The yeah, official, the Library of Congress. It's the official Twitter of One Take Podcast. The, the official, yep, yep, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Again, I, I don't see anything wrong with this. We'll, we'll have to talk offline about why this was a segment, but uh, I think uh, I think it was good content. <laughs> I think it was good stuff. Just living my truth. Living my truth. Um, did Onward and, uh, do something for you last week? Or did it like unlock? Did Onward do... Uh, oh, oh, that was... I, I'm glad you reminded me. Oh, I, I have some research to do. <laughs> The, uh, the the tweet that went viral, Dex, that you initially tweeted was like, uh, I forget, I think it was from the creator of Animals on HBO, but he's like, what if we gave every, what if we gave every, every mom a dump truck ass 
<laughs> yes, that, that okay. That tweet. Yes, that's the difference between me and a verified t- uh, Twitter account. Is because that tweet is just artistically put together. It's the same thought, but it's just the wordplay and the diction is just so perfect, and it's constructed well. And there, you can just tell there's a spirit behind it. And oh damn, yeah, the onward mom is extremely stupid thick. Yeah, you're right. Hold up, we gotta. Yeah, elf thick. I guess that's even more rare. Uh, Philip uh, Matarisi, I think is his name. Philip Matarisi on Twitter. Just a quick shout out. Yeah, what if we gave every mom an absolute dump truck ad? <laughs> so good. So good. That might be my tweet of the year, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, the people at Pixar got to answer some questions now. At this point, it's yep. God, Somebody has to explain themselves. That went stupid viral. Seventy-four thousand retweets, five hundred and forty-two thousand likes. Enough people were like, "Uh, yeah, absolutely." God. Somebody said Thixar. Yes. Oh, Pixar, we want Mrs. Incredible to have that wagon. (laughs) And she do. Girl, girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, again, no, no, no lies told. No lies told. Uh, I shouldn't be shamed for this. This isn't good. I'm not. This isn't good. This isn't healthy. I'm not shaming you, uh, but I am shaming you. Okay, that's fair. I can live with that. I can live with that. Oh, somebody had the exact same thought as you under the replies. They said, not just moms. And, of course, it's a picture of uh, Lil Bo Peep in her jumper. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, I don't know that I can get any better than that. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's time to <laughs> – oh, my God. I think it's time to wrap it up. We talked about thick Pixar moms two podcasts in a row that should be it well if we ever have matt back on then we probably will uh if we ever if we ever he's coming back next kid movie <laughs> next big kid movie we'll do it yeah we i mean uh dex was talking about wanting to watch trolls absolutely not. oh I, I did watch trolls i don't think it's worth y'all's time i, I truly don't sorry to report that but uh, not worth your time damn it jt jt didn't deliver uh, JT d- always does, but just the movie as a whole, kind of a mess. Kind of a mess. Maybe we can chat about that for a brief segment or something. But uh... yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll definitely have you back on for whatever gets released on Disney Plus. Always, uh, always got to have your dad thoughts on here. Um, let's see, dad thoughts TM. Uh, exactly. All right, we got anything else? Anything we? Uh... Anything we're doing, anything we're watching. I uh, started Ozark. Why nobody told me this show was fire? Uh, shame on you. So that show's fire, by the way. Thank you. Now eight episodes in. Thanks. No, that that show is the Ozark. Uh, season three just got released, and I just I don't know why I'm bored. It was just like, all right, I need to start from the start from the top. Anything else we're we're streaming or should watch or do anything like that? Uh, I'm watching, or really, I'm I'm now officially caught up with uh, all the what we do in the shadows TV show on FX. 
You can watch it on Hulu now if you want to catch up, because what else are you watching? It is fantastic. I cannot stop laughing. Matt Berry is one of my favorite comedians, and he delivers hardcore. One of the funniest movies of the last decade. Dex, what are you watching? Um, I'm still watching The Bold Type on Hulu. It's like, you know, Diet Gossip Girl. I'm with it. I enjoy it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like woke Gossip Girl, actually. It, I, yeah. I have been. Uh, I have. I have. <clears throat> I have been watching The Bold Type as well. <laughs> I have hey, been watching go. The Bold Type as well. Now, mainly as a proxy, mainly as a proxy uh, through my wife, but I, I have been watching. Mm. I have no idea. I have no idea where I am in that show. I just watch episodes as they come on my TV. That's all. But I have been watching it. Fair it's enough. not the worst thing I've ever seen. How about that? Yeah, I'm enjoying oh, it. So, uh, speaking of Gossip Girl, sorry to interrupt you. Um, guys, I did it. I did it. We can play a buzzer or a horn here. I finished season two of you. Hey. Yeah. It's blah, blah, shit. Blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. not good. It's very much no. not good. Not at all. Crazy twist at the or maybe crazy twist at the end, but it's just like Oh man, this is bad. Like this is so bad. It's just it garbage television. This is bad. This is very, very bad. This is very bad. All right. Uh Dex, anything else? Uh you said you're watching something else tonight. Shame. Yeah, insecure happened. The season four premiere. Uh, happened while we were recording this pod, so literally as soon as we hang up, I'm about to hit play on Insecure Season 4, so hype for it. Awesome. Alright, so um, you can find us at One Take Pod on Twitter. You can email us at one take podcast show at gmail.com. You can find us, download, rate, subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can also find us at uh, One Take Podcast dot simplecast.com you can download the full episodes there um we're gonna start putting out a lot more twitter content because or we have been putting out a lot more twitter content because we're all quarantined um and uh we're getting some good responses on some things uh so follow us on one take pod obviously again if you download rate and subscribe and give us a review on apple itunes apple podcast yes you can pick the next movie. Next movie next week comes from one Mallory married to Jake. That's and me. she yeah, that's that's you. And she's gonna she's gonna come on the podcast. We're talking about ten things I hate about you. I cannot wait. Great movie. Great movie. Talking ten things I hate about you. After that, we're gonna have uh Ryan Vick on the podcast. He's gonna talk about uh Django Unchained. So so we've got some good good stuff coming up. Um, Ten things I hate about you I haven't really delved into, but we will uh, totally – I can't wait for it. So that is what we're doing coming up uh, here. If you have anything that you want us to review, again, download, rate, subscribe, or tweet at us uh, a photo of the review. All right. Hit them with the hashtag. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Stop building her on the internet. Uh, Jake, do you want to hit him with um, a hashtag that bitch Carol Baskin for a drop? <laughs> hashtag that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> Download, rate, subscribe. Later.
Matt, you got any uh, hashtags you want to drop? Absolutely not. No, I've, I'm been, I've been banned from Twitter, it looks like. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out. She was a rich woman. She had rich taste. She felt the blood running through her veins. She liked the life she had. She loved her big cats and the beauty of being a nun.